0: FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community, on High 96.3. One, one, two, two, three, three. Hold up.
1: And good Sunday morning to you, Indianapolis. It is Sunday, March 21st, 2020. I am Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, live in 106.7 WTLC and at the Hot 96.3 Studios in downtown Indianapolis, home of March Madness and everything going on with it. On the men's side, anyway. Uh, Lots of uh, good comments we had on our show last week. Uh, when talking about the coronavirus pandemic the conversation was so good and we got so many calls and the phone rang uh, for several minutes after we went off the show we'll continue that conversation later in this hour I want to know do you plan to get the COVID-19 vaccine have you got it Uh, and if you haven't got it do you plan to get it why Or why not? All that coming up later in the show. And we want to hear from all new callers. So if you called last week, don't call in this morning. Let's give some more folks who were trying to get in last week. Let's give them a chance to see if uh, maybe they've changed their mind from last week. Or they're still staying in their ways. Plan is still the same uh, since we talked last Sunday. All that coming up this morning later uh, after 8.20 or so here this morning. Call in for that later. But first this morning... uh, a lot has changed, of course, in the past 52 weeks. We've had the COVID-19 pandemic, which uh, changed absolutely everything. One of the things that it changed was on-stage plays all across the country, from New York to L.A., and including right here in Indianapolis. All of your favorite uh, live shows were canceled, were halted, but now they are back, but they're going to look a little bit different. Well, they'll look the same. You'll just view it a little bit differently. The Indiana Repertory Theater is back with their plays. Their first one of the season is called Number 6. We'll talk about why that title is such uh, when we talk to some of the actors who are, will join us this morning. Uh, but they are back in action uh, with uh, their own stage plays. Like I said, it's called Number 6. And instead of going downtown to the theater to watch it, you can do like I did. And you can actually watch it from home, on the big screen. Uh, and so last night, uh, Mrs. Riddle and I spent some time uh, watching uh, Number Six, and it is a great play. If you've heard the promo that's been running for this week's show, then you know that I said it's a it's a play that will make you think, um, because you get to see um, the same situation viewed four different ways. Uh, number Six is a play. That goes on as city riots approach a neighborhood. A black family is sheltering in their apartment above a small dry cleaning business that they own. But that's when they find themselves protecting an intoxicated white man from the street. Tensions inside the apartment undoubtedly amplify as several secrets are revealed. This is inspired by the killing of a young black man in Cincinnati by Cincinnati police in 2001. And the play bears witness to the ongoing violence black citizens are experiencing while also reaching out for the possibility of hope. Uh, Two of the main characters in that play join us live on our live line this morning. One of them is Michael Stewart Allen. He plays Kelly. Kelly's got some secrets, and LaKeisha Lorraine plays Felicia, uh, and she is the brains of the operation, if you will. Both uh, Michael and LaKeisha join us live on our live line. Good morning. Good morning, Cameron. Good morning. It's great to be here. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you, guys, so much for doing this. I, you know, I watched the play last night. Great play, uh, LaKeisha. Of course, I've known you for uh, a long time now, and so it's it's yeah. great to see you uh go from this is something that you wanted to do and you were trying to figure out how to do it to actually doing it and you did a great job both you and Michael.
2: Oh, thank you. That's love. And same. I'm I'm so proud and happy for you and all the great things you're doing in the city um at you know WRTV 6 and of course at Radio 1. So thanks for having us Cam.
1: Absolutely. So um the play uh, runs runs 90 minutes, and you can stream it right now on IRT's uh, website. And it is, um, it is interesting because as I go on, I was trying to figure out what would I talk about about the play, and I think one of the things that I took away from it was how um, everybody can see the same incident very differently. Um, mm. Why don't you guys – Kind of just tell us what the play is about. I read the the description of the, the short synopsis, but to you, what's number six all about? And I
2: think, uh, and I'll jump in, uh, Michael, real quick. But I think you said it. At the heart of it, it's, it's our it's perspective, and this is something that Michael and I actually talked um, at length at the beginnings of our our table work that we did virtually on the play. It's really just showing the different perspectives that we don't always see and a lot of times don't always get to converse with each other about how, you know, these devastating things, you know, um, black murders of unarmed men affect us all and, and what we can do um, to help change that.
1: Michael, you, you play a, uh, uh, we're not going to go into detail because that's one of the secrets of, of of the, of the, of the the, uh, play. But what was it like, for you in what you experienced, and I'm guessing based on that conversation um, that you had with Lakeisha, that you both might have learned something.
3: Absolutely. Uh, you know, we we talked about it a lot uh, in the early rehearsals about, you know, what we would learn from this play, what we want an audience to take away from this play. And I think um, what's the most interesting thing for me about the play is that the play has a conversation uh, with an audience, that mm-hmm. the audience will see it and hopefully everybody will hear something that they haven't thought about before and think about it in a new way. Uh, I think that's what's so great about how the play is written, how we tried to stage it, is to give the audience... It, does, it doesn't give answers to things. It asks questions. and It mm-hmm. gives the audience uh, the opportunity to, to turn off the, the viewing and, and say, Oh... I never thought about it that way, and then what what happens when he said this, or when she said that, or, you know, it's a, it's a play that asks questions and gives the audience the ability to, to search themselves for the answers, and I think that's the most interesting uh, in doing a, a play like this, is that it really creates a conversation, and it's a conversation that we need to have across America right now.
1: I think it's a conversation also that when you see um, Felix, who plays the brother in the film, by the way, I find... Uh, the actor was great but i found the character of felix incredibly annoying (laughs) because he would just make these decisions and i'm like would you think for a second um but that's where i say okay if i was in his position what would i do and so you're in this position the plot is that there are these riots that are going on right outside of uh the family's home. They live above their dry cleaners, but there are riots, much like the ones we've seen over the past year, happening right outside. And in the middle of those racial tense, tense riots, um, where a, a black boy is killed by a white police officer, Felix, a teenage, younger black um, male, finds an intoxicated white male outside of the apartment. He's unconscious, so Felix brings him inside the house with <laughs> with riots going on outside. How do you get that guy back outside without causing any problems what what was that like to to explain that kind of juxtaposition you're in and I, and again, I'm trying not to give away why it's also so delicate why you couldn't just send that man back outside at that time
2: yeah, I think, to uh, talk about in it, my yeah, brother's uh... defense. I think um, a lot of times when stuff happens, um, and you mentioned this, Cameron. When when things are actually going on and you're in the thick of it, you don't have a lot of time to think. So usually your your knee jerk reaction is whatever is in you, right? So really the core of who you are shows in your quick decision making and um, at high, you know high altitude or, I guess, you know, tension, stressful moments. And I think that speaks a lot to Felix and how um, you'll see in the play, you'll learn a lot more about uh, my brother and I's upbringing and the type of household that, um, you know, my mother and father raised us in for us to even bring, you know, Michael's character, Kelly, um, into the home. So, yeah, it it really speaks a lot to... Um, the way we were raised and, and honestly, the way, um, some black people deal with things, even, even through being oppressed, there's still that heart to help, or there's still that heart to see people, um, you know, for more than, than the surface.
1: Michael, what about you?
3: Yeah. You know, it's, it's an incredible act of kindness that happens and that's what sort of sparks the whole play is that I I was in Cincinnati when this incident happened. I Mm -hmm. remember it happening. I remember the riots and uh, I remember the National Guard being called in. I was was in one of the neighborhoods where this was actually happening. So it was a unique experience for me as an actor to do this play uh, like this. Um, and And the whole first... Part of the play deals with this incredible incident of kindness by this young black man who takes in this intoxicated white guy off the street, to to save him, to help him, to to keep him safe, Mm -hmm. and everything else in the play ensues after that. Uh, And I I think it just, like Lakeisha said, I think it speaks to what the family, uh, what their their. You know operational statuses they 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 deal with kindness and they they treat people kindly and and with love and respect and and that's the first expectation of everybody and the matriarch in the household sort of sets the tone for all that um and so the play goes from there you know it, it's, it's it's the conversations uh, Allow and How do you still operate from that place of kindness throughout there uh, when, when you can present it with confrontation and with you know challenges and with things to deal with? How do, you, how do you keep going forward with a sense of hope and a sense of kindness moving forward in your daily life through these hardships that happen in the play?
1: What was it like for you guys to do this play um, in this time? This is, on one hand, when you're watching it, it feels like a TV show or movie. But, you know, the wide shots remind you that it's still a play. So you guys are are going, uh, j- you're recording this in front of a, a camera crew as if they are the live audience. So this was very different. Again, it wasn't, you weren't exactly filming a movie. You were, it's literally a recording of a play, but there still brings a lot of differences. What was it like for you?
3: Yeah, it's sort of a hybrid of the two. You know, it's it's we are recording it for audiences to see, but we rehearsed it like a play. You know, Mm -hmm. we got together the same way we would do if we were doing it on you know four live audiences on stage. We rehearsed it for uh, four weeks. You know, we did all those sort of things so we could do it in one take. And that's that's I think an important difference between what we did at IRT and what you do in a movie. Is that in a movie if you get it wrong you do it again, you do it again, you Mm -hmm. do it again. IRT, this is one take you're seeing, so the danger's still there. Things go wrong. We deal with them. Um, it's one take of the play, uh, and that's, that was kind of fun and exciting. What we did miss, though, was the live audience. So, Because we were recording, uh, the laugh lines, you couldn't get that laughter coming back from the audience, or mm-hmm. the, the shock lines, you couldn't get sort of response from the audience. And that's, that's something that's really missing uh, in this day and age, is that... The actors in theater, their relationship to the audience is so important,
4: mm-hmm. and we didn't get mm-hmm.
3: that during the play, and, and the audience won't get that watching the play, but they'll get a bit of it. You know, They'll get the, that idea of danger in the live experience of theater and seeing it in one take, and uh, that was really fun to do.
1: Yeah, and I could definitely tell. I was watching and said, oh, this is all one take because I could tell when someone would flub a line and they would just re-say it. And I have to say, I don't think uh, Michael or Lakeisha, I don't think either one of you flubbed a single line. Oh, you know nope. we. <laughs> I was like, did we? uh, You know, I
2: think. Yeah, it just depends. Like sometimes, you know, you might have a word or two that's uh, different. I do remember. I did miss a, a word.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't <laughs> in, tell in one
2: of us if me and Mike stand I do, but yeah, you just again. That's that element of having worked in live theater. um, it's it's such an out of body experience cuz you're experiencing it for the first time at yeah. the same time you've rehearsed and you and you know it so yeah that's just kind of the cool magic of theater there might have been a thing or two but we we keep it going you know
1: if you've uh, if you've uh, seen the play number 6 Uh, Give us a call, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. It is available online for you to watch right now uh, with a virtual ticket. The information is at irtlive.com. And the premiere is happening right now. Again, this is the first of the inclusion series for uh, the Indiana Repertory Theater. So this is the very first one. What was it? uh, You know, this all comes right at the time where... What was happening inside of that house is very relatable to what's happening outside on the street this past year. Um, what I didn't know watching this was when was this play written? Do you guys know? Uh, so
2: it happened in two thousand? What,
1: what year was it, Mike? Because we yeah, got to talk with TJ Young. Twenty seventeen. Okay. Okay. Well, and I and, and that just speaks to how relevant in the times we live in that a play in twenty seventeen. For all I know, you could have told me that play was written in November 2020, and mm-hmm. it still would have fit with what, with what was going on. Yeah, yeah I think, I think he, that
3: we, was we what talked to TJ to about it, and he said he, he wrote it in, in response to the, the riots in Ferguson.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but he didn't want to write a play about Ferguson; he wanted to write a play that dealt with something else. And he found this incident in Cincinnati, and decided to set his play there. And so it is—it's very relatable. and it's sadly relatable. Uh, you know, it's—it's it's, yeah. It, it's something that keeps happening. We have, we have to address that. Hopefully, this play does that.
1: Lakeisha, what were you going to say?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm having some weird weird things happen with my headset, guys. So I apologize. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I think that, as Michael said, like the relevance is like it, it. We have it has to stop happening. We gotta. We have to do better. We have to figure out a way to do better. Um, and the heaviness of the subject matter and the reality of the subject matter. Um, it was with us, you know what I mean? Especially early on, you know, doing the grind work. um, It was definitely felt. uh, And it was something that as we continue to talk about it as a cast and as a crew, we continue to just try to find more ways to make sure we tell this right for everyone who really needs to see it, which is everyone, you know, Um, but especially people who, may not understand, you know, why people have reacted the way we have um, to the devastation that keeps happening Mm -hmm. and is happening.
1: And and you also got um, a piece, uh, Michael is the uh, only, uh, plays the only white character uh, in the the film, um, but has a leading role. And through that, you also not only hear the experience of how uh, a, Older black mom of of young black college ready age uh children feels how a young black girl feels how a young black boy feels, but also how a white guy and again I don't want to go into detail I' want to spill the secret <laughs> but how uh those same shooting incidents uh of a young black male affects him
3: right. Yeah, absolutely. It presents it presents, you know, like I said before, it presents the conversation. It's both sides of the story, both sides of an argument that we've heard and we we have heard, you know, echoed through this past summer and through, you know, years past. Um it presents a and a a of and um Hopefully makes people think about those ideas. And it's that's, what again, what I like about it is it. It's, I think it's something for everybody to hear and everybody to learn and everybody to grow from.
1: Uh, let's take a quick call before we wrap up. 317-239-9696. I want to know if anyone has uh, seen the play, which thought about it. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it will make you think. Let's see uh, who we have here. Good morning, caller on line one. You're on the air.
2: Um, yes, I have a request. Okay. Um, can you guys play... Um
1: Hello. I think we lost her. Uh, OK, anywho. Um, the play is online right now. Uh, 317. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I was about to give out the phone number. The play is on <laughs> uh, is online, not on the phone, but is at IRTLive.com. dot com. Virtual tickets um, and more information you can find right there. Uh, you can stream it uh, a number of ways. I airplay it from my iPad to the big screen. So, like I said, it was like watching an HD TV film. Great experience. Um, I guess, uh, Michael and Lakeisha, as we wrap up, what would be uh, the reason that you think somebody should watch this play?
2: Michael, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd do that. Um, no, I, I think there's
3: so many reasons. My pause is that it's, it's hard to choose just one. Um, the play, you know, it, it, it has funny moments. It has its tense moments. Uh, it, like I said before, it presents a conversation. It makes people think. Uh, I think it's not only a play that that will challenge you to think in a different way, but also to. Um, it's a play that you you can enjoy some moments in it as well of, of like dramatic tension and 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 there's a bit of a thriller aspect to it with the secret that that my character has. Um, There's a lot of reasons to watch this play. I think, you know, it's a play that has a conversation that, that you won't normally see on stage. And that's, that's, that's what I think my main reason is that I encourage people to watch it because I think it will um, make you think about things in a different way or, or challenge you to think about things in a different way. Uh, Or, you know, Enhance the way you're already thinking. I don't know, um, but it, it's going to make you think, and it's going to make you um, examine what you're thinking about. Uh, but it's also very enjoyable too. I think it's a, I think it's a play for everybody. TJ is a, a great writer and gives some moments of levity and, and gives some moments of uh, you know drama as well. So it's a little bit of something for everybody.
1: Lakeisha, how about you?
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think this play takes away um, assumption a lot of times. I think we assume so many things about people, how they think, why they do what they do. And this gives a little peek um, of insight into, into the why of this particular family. That could also be a great reflection on the why of so many people, you know, in our environment, in our city, in our world. Um, And not only just the why, but um, hopefully it makes you start thinking about how we can make things better. But um, instead of, instead of the assumptions that so many of us have about different types of people, even going into my character and and Mm -hmm. who an autistic person is and what their limitations are and what they can and can't do. um, This shows you the realities of so many different stories. Um, So yeah, we just really hope that that this sparks um, some change and some awareness uh, in people and how they move and um, how they react to, a lot of these things going on around us and one another as human beings.
1: Uh, Michael Stewart-Allen and Lakeisha Lorraine, who are uh, two of the leading cast members in PNC Presents Number 6 by TJ Young. It is streaming uh, right now through April April 4th. It is a great production uh, that you can check out right now. Thank you so much to the two of you for joining us on a Sunday morning. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: Thank you,
1: Cameron. You are so welcome. Good luck to the both of you. And we look to see, look forward to seeing the next line of work on stage that you two are into. Absolutely. Still to come this morning, uh, we are continuing our conversation about the coronavirus vaccine. Like I told you last week, I've got it, but I was not going to be the first person to get in line to get it. Nevertheless, that was a decision that I've made. And now we know nearly a million other Hoosiers have made a very similar decision to get the COVID-19 vaccine. But of course, I know a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds who are like, not even thinking about it. No way, Jose, am I getting shot up with something that was made at, quote, warp speed. So what are you going to do? The phone lines are now open. 317-239-9696. The rule of the the day, though, is I need all new callers. So if you called in last week, don't call in this week. Give some folks who kept trying to get on the air their chance to sound off on getting the vaccine. No right or wrong answer. It's just your perspective. Call me. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Open Lines continues in moments.
0: We want to hear from you. Your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. When you connected to what's happening in our city. It's Open Lines on High
1: 96.3. And welcome back to Open Lines. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. We are continuing our conversation that we had last week about the COVID-19 vaccine. Do you plan to get it? Why or why not? As a school employee, I've already been able to get shot number one. For me, it's in the arm. That's already done. I'm expected to get shot two on the second, getting the second on the second. But what about you? The age limit to get a COVID-19 vaccine is being lowered tomorrow. It will drop to 40. And it's crazy to think Just how far we've come in this since this time last year when I got up this morning on Facebook, um, the big advertisement uh, picture that we did for this show 52 weeks ago was how uh, the pandemic was shutting everything down, but there were still people who were hiring. So we stayed on the air, Tina and Ebony and I, uh, for two hours telling folks where you could go get a job because everything was closing down and people still have bills to pay. Fast forward uh, a year later, March Madness is going on. We've got thousands of visitors uh, here in the city and the vaccine is out. Almost a million Hoosiers are uh, have at least gotten a shot or or fully vaccinated. Uh, President Biden, of course, had a goal to do uh, 100 million vaccinations in 100 days. And he has completed that task early. So we're in a much different place from where we were this time last year. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm just hoping that regardless if you want the COVID-19 vaccine or if you don't want it at all, that we don't take our foot off the gas this close to being done. It's too early. You know, these these folks in Texas the governor taking that off. Every health expert in science says it's too early. I just, I don't understand how, you know, you're in the fourth quarter of a game. You got three minutes left on the clock and then you just stop playing. Or if, if, if for racing fans, you know, we're in the Indy 500. We got two laps left and you just coast. This is not how you win a game. It's not how you win a race. It's what losers do. Um. Uh, is take your foot off the gas. But just because you're getting the vaccine or you're not getting the vaccine, uh, there's no right or wrong answer at that. I would hope if you're not going to get the vaccine that you'll at least still wear your mask. Everybody's got to do their part. And they've given us multiple options on what it is we're going to do. You can get the vaccine. You can wear the mask. You can do both. Hope neither is a choice that you make. But either way, we want to hear from you. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. What do you plan to do? Get the vaccine or not? Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, and again, all new callers this week, folks. So if you called in last week, don't give us a call this week. We'll talk to you next week. Caller on line one. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hello? Hello, I can hear you. Okay, call me back. Caller her on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Good morning. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this?
2: Good morning, Cameron. Terry King. How are you? I'm
1: good, Terry. How are you? I'm blessed. First of all, I'd like to take a minute to wish
2: my daughter, Daphne, a happy birthday. Happy God. birthday.
4: Love
2: you. the vaccination, I got my shot on Friday. Okay. Um... All was well. Actually, I forgot about it. Saturday, uh, yesterday, Saturday, when I went to exercise and raised my arm, I felt a little twinge, and that was okay. But uh, then I went to uh, Pastor Bush's uh, homecoming celebration. It was beautiful. Unfortunately, people were hugging me, unaware of the shot, so it aggravated it, to, it aggravated it quite a bit. Today, I'm hoping someone is on the line listening in the medical field. Because when I woke up this morning, I, I know that they said you would swell, swell up a little bit. Uh, it's, it's very tender and it's swollen. It feels about the size of a, of, of a grape, I guess, something about that size. So I don't, you know, I'm a survivor. I beat cancer three times. I've had two strokes. I've had several issues with high blood pressure. So nothing scares me. However, this is new. So again, I'm hoping someone from the medical field is listening in. And what shot I'm did you I'm get? Saying your- that
1: I'm sorry? And what shot did you get? I got Moderma. Okay. All right.
2: At the Oak Street, uh, at my doctor's at the Oak Street Health. Okay. And it was in and out, no waiting, no nothing. As a matter of fact, I called to make an appointment uh, on Friday, and they said they had one available at 2.30 that afternoon, so I took it. All right. All is well. You know, it's swollen, but I, I think that's kind of normal. And I am an under- considered underlining, so it may be typical for my body. I don't know, but
1: we'll see. But right. I
2: encourage everybody. All right.
1: Thanks. Thank you so much for the call. Let's keep the calls going. 317 239 9696. 317 239 9696. That's the number to get on the air. Uh, call me and we'll put you on hold And because uh, the phone lines are blowing up with folks telling us if they're getting the vaccine, why or why not. No right or wrong answer. 317 239 9696. Call me right now. Um, you know, like it's, if you missed last week, I told you. I was able to get uh, my shot, um, and I did so uh, when, the, when my school district, Perry Township Schools, teamed up with Meyer and the federal government um, guidance um, to get the vaccine. Um, that's when I was able to get um, my vaccine. I signed up uh, and was able to go and did it in two days. So I got the Pfizer shot, had no problem. What did you do? 317-239-9696. Let's go to the phones again. Caller, good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, my name is Anthony. How are you doing, Cameron? I'm good, Anthony. What are you thinking, man?
5: Hey, man, you know what? The, 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 is really,
1: uh-huh.
5: It really, is really, you, people really need to really take that because, you have people out here that's supposed to be setting examples. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've had my shot now for like three weeks. I had a Madura shot and um I hadn't had any side effects or anything and then i like, you know, talked to some of my friends and buddies and convinced them and um, you know, my only issue is I have see some of these politicians, um mostly Republicans, they're supposed to be setting examples and they're refusing to get it. So they really need to sort of step up to the plate. So, um, you know, I think if it's positive and to get over this, we all need to get on the same um, same um, agenda.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: So have a nice day and uh, shout out to Ebony the team clean the community. You guys <laughs> take care.
1: Bye. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Let's keep going on the phone lines 317-239-9696 caller on line 2. Good morning. Who's this?
4: Uh,
1: good morning, camera. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is
2: Miss Jackson. I'm calling back to tell you I did uh get my shot.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
2: And uh everything was fine. I right? didn't have no side effects and felt very well and I suggest everybody to get out
1: there and do what you have to do uh, to get it and and be happy with it. And I I know you were were on the fence before so which shot did you end up getting? I get uh the Pfizer. Pfizer, okay. That's the same one and I And I
2: go back April the 6th to get my second.
1: Okay. All right, and you feeling all right? I'm feeling fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> So so glad to hear that you're doing your part. Thank you yes. so much. You're very welcome, Cameron. Have a good week. You as well. Let's keep going. Phone lines are blowing up. 317-239-9696. The COVID vaccine. Are you getting it? Um, Or are you not getting it? Why or why not? No right or wrong answer. The only thing that's right or wrong is about doing your part or not doing your part. So if you're not getting the COVID vaccine... At least wear your mask. Out here just um, getting in folks' space and violating guidelines, that's the only wrong part. But, you know, everybody's got to think about what's best for them uh, when it comes to getting that shot. Uh, so what did you do? 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. You're live on open lines. Who's this? This
2: is Lillian.
1: Lillian, good morning. You're live on the air. What do you think?
2: Uh, I'm calling um, because I'm I'm really concerned because mm-hmm. I got bad arthritis and high blood
4: pressure.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a hip replacement on my left uh, leg. Okay, but I'm very concerned because
4: mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. didn't
2: break this year from the bars, and I'm really scared to get this
1: shot.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well part of the reason why I wanted to have this conversation was to see what people needed to know. So maybe we could have a health expert on, and I'm not trying to convince people to necessarily do it, but maybe we could have somebody on to talk about um, some of those things that are worrying you, the side effects, you've got other conditions uh, who can give some, some proper advice. So maybe we'll work on that.
2: Does that sound all right? Uh yeah, it do sound all right, but I, but I'm still wearing my mask and stuff to work, and I and I wash my hands about four or five
1: times. Okay, good, good. Hey, you're still doing your part, and uh, we'll keep looking, and and we'll do some we'll research. I'm, I'm working on getting some folks to come in uh, just to see who can answer some of the exact questions you have. So I'm writing that down, making a note. Uh, about the concerns for folks who have other health issues. Ms. Lillian, thank you so much for calling. appreciate it. Uh, you too, and God bless you. And be Th- safe. Thank you. Same to you. Uh, uh, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air to tell me, are you getting the COVID vaccine? Why or why not? No right or wrong answer. Caller on line one. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hey,
6: this is Ricky.
1: Ricky, what do you think?
6: Hey, I just want to say this real quick, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 26, right? Okay. I had COVID in January. I got a two-year-old daughter. Me and my fiancé both had it. It was a scary experience, even for a young person. Mm-hmm. And I see, like, when my friends, they, like, influenced by the media so much. Like, mm-hmm. they keep this poor. I just want to say, like, if there's young people listening, we need to do our part, man. Because even if you think of Instagram telling you all this, this, and that, just think about your grandparents, your... The older people, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a vaccine. It, it, people have been taking vaccines for years. So just do your own research, even if you don't want nobody to tell you what to do. Just do your own research, because I definitely do going to take the vaccine. So as my fiance. you know, I thank God my daughter didn't get it when we were sick. Mm-hmm. She took it to our granny house. She was straight. But this ain't nothing to play with. I just want to tell the young people, like, just, just do your own research. Even if you don't want to listen to nobody else, do your own research. And I'm definitely taking it, man. Definitely.
1: All right. Uh, thank you so much. and glad you uh, and your family are, are doing okay after having to go through COVID. Thank you for the call. Yes, sir. All right. Let's take some more calls. 317-239-9696. And I've had this conversation with people um, throughout the week, you know, uh, and, and it's interesting that it's not any one background that there is a pattern. Like, it's not necessarily a bunch of Uh, Black folks that I know who said I'm not getting it or I am getting it or and it's not been, you know, um, race hasn't been a factor. We've seen the data that says um, uh, that, of course, black people disproportionately are been more affected by COVID, but are also on the lower end of people who so far have gotten the vaccine. There's been some other data that suggests that because maybe they haven't had access to it, not because they haven't wanted it, but and that's kind of backed up by some of the uh, experiences uh, that I've learned this week. You know, I was talking to some of my coworkers workers um, over at the school district and the, the spectrum goes. I, I got a guy who drives the bus next to me, uh, who parks next to me, and he actually had COVID, got it driving the bus. And he's in his 80s and he said he didn't have a mild case. He said he was OK. He had some symptoms, but it didn't affect him too much so he was uh, at at, he was in the minority of folks his age who got COVID Um, but he says he's not getting the shot meanwhile there's another lady who parks on the other side of me um, who is an older white lady who is like yes I'm getting the vaccine in fact I've already got one so it's, it's interesting and then you have me who's the younger black guy who's in the middle and I do have the vaccine uh, so it's just interesting to see what folks' reason is. And I'm not really seeing a, a pattern yet, in my personal experience, of getting it or not getting it. Let's take another call before we go to break, and then we'll come back and talk some more uh, with you. Let's go to caller online three. I think you were next. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good
7: morning, Cameron Don.
1: Don, what's going on?
7: I got a quick point. Uh-huh. You know, what shocks me is that I understand that 51% of the healthcare workers, which should be essential workers, aren't taking the shot mm-hmm. now, i was at at a doctor's appointment and i had asked some of the nurses and they said no we're not and i said is it mandatory for you guys to take the shot they said no it's not that's blowing me away 51 mm. percent of the healthcare workers are not taking the shot i mean can you explain that i mean why is that
1: that that is a good question uh, and I'll add that to the list uh, to see what healthcare workers are doing, because like you said, it's not mandated for anybody to get it yet. Um, will that change is the question, but I guess I, I've, that could be concerning if if I'm in your shoes, the doctor or the nurse who you're talking to is like, yeah, I'm not getting that. Well, why would you want to get that?
7: And, and I'm talking about people who are taking, like, except for who take your blood. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just, it just sort of blows me away, and I was just wondering had you, uh, if you could just, you know, give me an answer. Well, not give me an answer, but just sort of research that a little bit.
1: Yeah, we'll look into that one because cause that's interesting, especially as we see, you know, health care workers uh, were at the front of the line to get it. So we'll have to see how that is progressing. Great, great point. I'm putting that one uh, okay. on the list. Thank you so much, Don. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break, Anthony. Let's um, uh, pay some bills. We'll come back and finish out the show with your calls. If you are hearing me in your phone right now, do not hang up. That means you will be the first person uh, that I am going to talk to when we come back from the break. The rest of you, keep calling. 317-239-9696. Open lines with you continues in three minutes.
0: We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3.
1: And we are back on Open Lines on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC. We are talking about the coronavirus vaccine. Will you get it? Why or why not? Have you got it? Is your mind changing? Are you staying in your ways? What are you doing? We want to hear from you until we go off the air. The phone lines are hot. 317-239-9696. Let's go to the phones. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Cameron. It's Denise. Denise, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, Cameron, I did all my research okay. on the vaccine. I have extreme allergies, so I had to do my research because I didn't want to get ill, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to get the uh, d- the virus. Mm-hmm. So I made my appointment, and when I got there, I asked the nurse. I said, you know, I have food allergies, I have environmental allergies, and she assured me There was nothing in the Pfizer vaccine that would cause me to have an allergic reaction. Okay. And she was right. So I've had both doses. Okay. Um, I had no allergic reactions at all. People have to do what's best for them. But, yeah, I am very glad that I am fully vaccinated.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Denise, and congratulations. And good on you for doing your research and then making the decision on what's best for you. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. All right, let's keep going. 317-239-9696. Call me right now. Caller online on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Valerie. Valerie, good morning. You're live on the air. What do you think?
2: Well, as of last Monday, I had both of my Pfizer vaccines. All right. I had absolutely no symptoms. I didn't put my trust in the CDC and science. I trusted God Amen. and I stepped out on faith because I went through a dark period last year. So, yeah, I'm fully vaccinated and I feel
1: good. All right. Excellent. And you did uh, any any symptoms or anything afterwards?
2: Nothing. Just the first shot in my arm was a little sore. That mm-hmm. was it. Not enough to take anything. Just right. a little sore. No more than any other shot.
1: OK. All right. Thank you so much for the call. Good to hear from you. Uh-huh. All right. Let's keep going. Yeah, I had that Pfizer vaccine, too. And when she stuck me with it, I was like, um, that hurt. Like, I didn't say that, but that's what that's what the face I was making under my mask. And uh, I had a sore arm for about uh, 15, 20 minutes. You know, they make you sit down for a little bit to make sure you don't have any weird side effects. But other than that, I was good, ready to drive my route later that afternoon. So I didn't have any issues. So uh, we will see what happens when I go back on the second to get that second shot. Tell me what happened with you. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller online three. Good morning. You're live on the air.
5: Yeah, this is Yahoo.
1: Yahoo, what's up, man?
5: Yeah, man, I was in prison, man. And shit, I was coming around with, the, uh, with that virus. There. That niggas is there, dead. that shit.
1: Ooh, child, you trying to get the FCC called on me. Mm, 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 I hit the dumping button. We'll see if it works. Hopefully you didn't hear that. Uh, No profanity, uh, wouldn't you call? I ain't trying to get Joe Biden called on me down here. Uh, 317-239-9696. Uh, apologize for any profanity that might have slipped through. We hit the beep button. Uh, we, hopefully you didn't hear that. Uh, 317-239-9696. Caller, good morning. Who's this?
7: Um, am I on the line?
1: Yes, you are. Who's this? Uh, yeah, this
7: is Scott. I was just calling Uh. I also work at uh in Perry Township. So what what bus number? What's your bus number?
1: I don't know. Uh, what, what, what which I, I'm is it is it, if you come see me? Is it going to be for a good reason or a bad reason? <laughs> I definitely going to be a good reason. I, I, I work at Southport High School. I just want to see you know maybe I can say what's up to you on the lot of stuff. Okay, I'm on thirteen sixty nine. Thirteen sixty nine. Yes, what's sir. Up, man, I teach at Southport High School, and
7: uh, I, I got the got the first shot. Got the Pfizer. Went down to Eskenazi, no problem. Uh, no soreness, no illness, no nothing. Uh, I got a pretty good uh, immune system, so uh, it's pretty cool. I'm, okay. I'm all down for the vaccine. Everybody should get it.
1: All right, Scott. Well, thank you, sir. And, um, yeah, look for me. I'm usually on the Perry side because I do all the subbing and I take kids down to C9, so I'm sporadically over at um, uh, over at Southport. But if you ever see 1369, that's me. I'll check you out, man. All right. Thank you Love so the much. Show. Love thank the show. you. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, let's keep going. 317 239 239 Caller, good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hi. Hi, who's this? Oh, okay. I just wanted to make
2: sure it was me. It's it confusing. is you. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, so about the uh, shot. Uh-huh. Um, I'm too a little concerned about it because everybody's body is different. I mean, everybody' body receives things in different ways.
4: Mm-hmm uh who that
2: you can do your research and all of that, but you never know until you actually take the chance. I've done my research and I'm still kinda of worried about it mm-hmm. due to my underlying condition. Mm-hmm. Uh but everybody reacts to things differently. Everybody body is different. And I think that's my main concern of taking the vaccination. Uh, one of the vaccinations that you know, how your children take vaccinations when they're little and make sure they get back. Well, my daughter was allergic to two of them. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, not not the uh, not the COVID shot, but you know, her regular vaccinations for school. Okay. So it's like you never know. And for people to kind of make comments, do your part, do your part. Well, I'm doing my part by washing my hands, staying six feet away, and Wearing my mask until I'm sure that I'm safe for not only me, my husband, and my children, but I am a little concerned about how my body will react to something that's new. Mm-hmm. And I'm also concerned about the vaccination being completed in less than a year. Yeah, that's yeah. also a big concern for me too. So no. I just wanted to no, make I'm, that statement.
1: I'm I'm right there with you. So thank you so much for the call. I'm right there with you with how fast. Um, yes. <laughs> it, it was made you know something being you call something warp speed and you suddenly were able to create it I was yes. not going to be one of the first people to get it but mm-hmm. I waited you know March came around and we had three 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 and a half months of people getting it and so yes. that was the decision I made but I am right there with you that was a little too fast but uh, with some yes. prayer and some research and yes. some faith you know Yes. thank yes. you so, so much for the call to do my part by washing my hands absolutely Masking and all that
2: but as far as getting fully vaccinated again i'm gonna wait i'm choosing to wait longer than uh, at least let a year hit yeah <laughs> let me see I, how it affects other people
1: <laughs> i understand but at the same time you're still doing your part by yes. uh, keeping yourself clean thank you so much for the call you're welcome thank you 317-239-9696 uh less than four minutes left in the show but let's keep going because the phone's still ringing caller online AM bail? good morning who's this and Bell. And what you thinking? Well, I'm sixty one. Okay. I don't take everyday medicine and I'm kind
2: of puzzled about it. I know we took the measles shot back in the days mm-hmm. growing up. That was fine. But I'm just gonna wait. I go see my doctor April the first and I believe and have faith in God. He's the medicine. He's the he's over everything and he could prevent from any your body. Mm-hmm. I don't care what this world. And I've always lived by faith, and I praise God every day, but I've never been in the world, and I am careful, I'm not around a lot of people, I don't have people in my home and uh I'm just gonna wait
1: all right, all right, nothing I'm wrong just with just that, gonna but really you wait, but I feel very
2: safe and protected, and like I said. I am very healthy to be 61. I don't take on everyday
1: medicine as of today. Well, I'm so glad to hear that, but you're also doing the right thing by going to ask your doctor because they're the ones who study this. So you're also still doing your part. Thank you so much for the call. Yes. All right, let's keep going. Uh, 857, phone's still ringing. Caller, good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Mary. Mary, what do you think?
2: Oh, I got the shot. I was hesitant about it. Uh, I thought a lot about it. It almost made me sick to my stomach about this pandemic and all that was going on. Seeing people with masks, seeing people without masks, I just had to slow down and take a moment because mm-hmm. in all,
4: mm-hmm. Jesus
2: is in control. He gives the brains to and work to the doctors to be able to do this. Uh, it's so sad that we had to have a president the way we had for all this to take place. But with God, it's all, it's all in all. He is the all. And I had my shot. It was a little sore. I go back on the 17th of next month and I just pray to God that all goes well. So if anybody is had been hesitant about it, um, You're just saying that really out of your mouth just to be saying something. Oh, no, no, I won't get it. Well, you know, you're keeping everybody else safe. You would make your own self safe. But one thing I can tell you about that I'm a little bit serious about, Mm -hmm. because it is a lot of people in this world, and they are going around without masks and people because we've been so, you know, away from people. Everybody is just gathering and mad. Yeah, yeah, they are. I would say to yourself, get that shot, keep your mask on, make sure that you've got uh, everything that you need, a light saw, whatever it takes for you to be straight. But there is no reason not to get that shot because when we were kids and I went to school 69, we gathered in the basement when I was a kid to get some polio shots and any other shots that we had to get. We didn't know them
1: nurses. We All didn't right. know them doctors. And we were little kids. All right, we'll leave it right there. Thank you so much for the call. Hey, uh, well, I
2: appreciate you. Thank you. you.
1: guys day. Thank you so much. Have a great one. God bless you. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. So many great callers. The phone's still ringing. I wish we could stay on longer and keep talking about this. But guess what? We'll just do another show next Sunday live at 8. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. If you are going out for March Madness, and there are a lot of people out, Please wear your mask. Have a great Sunday. And for those of you who work at a school like me, happy spring break. We're almost there. We'll see you next Sunday live at 8.